I'm Deion Henley. You watching the Boat Rolls Podcast. Let's, Let's do it! So pretty good news um, to re- for Cameron Dicker, I should say. Uh, he is officially going to be our kicker for 2023, which he should be. Um, but basically, up to this point, Dustin Hopkins has been traded to the Browns for a seventh round 2025 pick. You know, Dustin Hopkins obviously played really well for us. Ironically, this picture is from the Broncos game, the last game he played for us uh, in the regular season. I was at that game with my bros. And, uh, man, he gutted through this with a hamstring injury and everything, too, and just never ended up finding a way to be able to just get back on the field. Dustin Hopkins did his job. Uh, He did it well, and he played extremely well for us for the rest of the year. But the bigger thing about the Dustin Hopkins, um, you know, trade is that what it does for us, it actually opens up salary cap for us, too. I was expecting it to be possibly next year, but basically what it does now as a post June 1st trade, basically what that means is it opens $2.285 million for us this year. And then next next year for 2024, which we all know the salary cap situation is a mess next year. We have $4.75 million open since there is this trade. So it helps us in more ways than one. Um, it does solidify everything for Dustin Hopkins, or excuse me, for Cameron Dicker to be our kicker. But Bottom line, you just want to say thank you, Dustin Hopkins, for giving us some stability to our special teams. And now, congratulations, Cameron Dicker, for being our kicker now this year. And and once again, Cameron just basically outdid, um, you know, Dustin Hopkins was healthy and everything, too. You know, last year, obviously, Cameron was lights out. I mean, he only missed one field goal all season. Um, he was basically what, uh, 19 of 20 for field goals, extra points. He was perfect at hundred percent. You know, he was a solid, solid player all around for us. So it all makes sense to be able to just go with Cameron Dicker, the cheaper option at this point and all around, just a better idea for us for the future. Now, hopefully we'll be able to keep the stability with our kicking team. Cause we all know if you've been a Chargers fan for a long time, last Six years been a brutal for us in kicking games. So, Cameron, congratulations. Hopefully, you could be that stable rock for us. Preseason has shown us that you can do it. So, excited to be able to see you as our kicker this year. So, I uh, did also want to just break in a little bit of the news, too. I know we're kind of waiting on the full 53-man squad, but we have already had a few cuts. We have cut uh, offensive tackle Matt Kaske. He is gone. Also, Cam Brown got cut and Carlo Kemp has get cut. And then plus Jalen Guyton has been put on the, the pup list. So he'll be out for the first four weeks. Um, and then we'll be able to come back to train with the team after two weeks. So that's kind of where it's at at this moment, at this point in time, when I film this video, but either which way guys, just wanted to be able to keep you guys updated. We will do a live tomorrow about the full 53 man squad. So once we all have that information, we will go live all three of us and chat more about it. So just want to hear you guys' thoughts about the Cameron Dicker um, being our kicker. 
and also the Dustin Hopkins trade for the 2025 seventh round pick. So, Bull Bros! First person we know that's going to be signed to practice squad is Tanner Muse, linebacker from the Steelers. Chargers claimed him today, about 20 minutes ago, as you know, per me filming this. Um, and from the, you know, we signed him off the Steelers originally. Uh, Muse is 26. Uh, he was a third round pick by the Raiders in 2020 out of Clemson. So this is him right here. Uh, he was a captain, very exciting. Um, again, waived um, out of the preseason on 2020. Uh, went to the Seahawks, where he really became kind of an interesting player. Um, he played a lot, actually. Uh, he was a practice squad, bounced around on the active roster, returned as an exclusive right free agent in 2022, waived again, then re-signed. You guys know how it goes, right? Players kind of bounce around, yada, yada. But the way I look at him, um, again, then he went to the Steelers, most notably, uh, was waived, I think, believe on Monday from the Steelers. Um, and was then, of course, now a free agent. Clearly, the Chargers liked what we saw in him. He did not clear waivers, right? This is how the this is how the practice squad works. When they waive somebody, anyone in the NFL can grab anyone from any team at any given point. When you waive that person off the fifty-three man roster, they are completely eligible to be picked up by any other team. And the Chargers clearly liked what they saw with Tanner Muse. Um, so. Very exciting, very interesting to see what happens here. So I'm curious to see how he is going to be utilized. Obviously, he's going to be a practice squad guy, so we're not going to see a whole lot of information with him soon. We are going live, folks, uh, once the practice squad is dropping. I believe it's 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so it'll be 2 p.m. Mountain and 1 p.m. Pacific Time. So we are going to go live as soon as it drops, like we did yesterday for the 53-man roster. We're going to talk about it now. But this is exciting, folks. I, let, me, let me be very clear about this. this is why we're doing this now, why I'm talking about this right now, is that we don't know who we are going to sign, right? We're, we're sitting here thinking, you know, we got to, I see all these predictions of people that are going to be re-signed that have been released. Clearly the Chargers looking at other teams. Tom Telesco is very clear about this. We are looking at other teams. There are other players we might want to take over the players that have been in our practice squad or on our 90-man roster that have been cut down. Tanner is a great example. So we might see some upside surprises for our practice squad signings. Two-day folks. This is the one that we've seen first. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. It'll be interesting to see what happens, guys. We are going to go live. We're going to give you our first reactions. Bull bros! We're signing this man right here, uh, Alex Erickson. Okay, He was signed originally by the Bengals a long time ago from Wisconsin 2016. He's been all over the place. Texans uh, here. He was with Washington. He signed a one-year contract last offseason. And then he went to the Jets, where uh, he was actually heavily praised his last game with the Jets this last week. Uh, did very well. Uh, Aaron Rodgers specifically praised him in his press conference, saying that he did a great job. Again, he's a wide receiver and kickoff returner. And so, you know, again, it's been good to see here. Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's, he said he you know took a big step forward um, and also shoots out uh, Alex Erickson. So, Jets fans were pretty disappointed that he was released. I think he was kind of a fan favorite, kind of like a Michael Bandy's and a Horvath we've even talked about, right? So very interesting to see what we do with him, uh, whether he's on the team now, practice squad, who knows, they elevate him. He could be this next season's DeAndre Carter. You never know, folks, right? I mean, he's 30 years old, so he's definitely traveled, been interesting character, but uh, we did just sign him 
Um, again, his career, he's had 96 receptions for a little over 1,100 yards and one touchdown. He's also rushed for 78 yards on 18 carries. Uh, a lot of people thought he would go to the Jets practice squad. That did not happen. Obviously, the Chargers picked him up. Uh, so very interesting. So as you know, I think really this boils down to, you know, getting a little depth behind uh, Darius Davis. Uh, special teams, clearly our coaching staff wants as much depth as we possibly can get going into the season. We don't want as many injuries that we have. We need people to step in if injuries occur, and they do occur, guys. This isn't a tickling contest out there. So Alex Erickson, folks, we did just sign him. Bull Bros! So we are stacking a pretty solid practice squad all around. I mean, adding Christian Covington, who's been on this team, signed with the the Lions, did not make the squad there. Adding more vets to this whole practice squad is wild. Most of the time, a lot of these practice squads are guys that are going to be, you know, players that you want to develop or whatnot. We're bringing guys that are vets that have been in the league for a long time and adding them to our practice squad. It's exciting. We really are growing a very deep team to be able to have players ready to go if somebody does go down. So let's just jump into it and talk a little bit about Dean Marlowe. Yeah, so interesting thing about Dean, he actually played at James Madison University when Brandon Staley was there. So kind of cool to be able to bring him back. I mean, obviously, I don't think he's been in essentially the same defense that we currently are playing in, but it is adding a guy that understands Brandon Staley. It's a guy that he knows and understands his skill set. He has been in the league for now six years. He was with Buffalo for three years, Detroit in 2021, and Atlanta in 2022. So he is now in his sixth year in the NFL, and we're adding him to the practice squad. The guy has had 54 career starts, game, or I should say game plays. Um, he actually is not a bad guy to add to this team. I'm excited to be able to see what he could do here for us and to be able to add just another guy who could be another safety for us that we could develop into this defense and could potentially be a plug-and-play kind of guy for us. So very cool to see Dean Marlowe added to this team. Once again, just a guy with experience on your practice squad. you got to love that, guys. you got to love that. I for, for the life of me, I can't see that happening. So, like I haven't seen that happen in a very, very long time that you could add depth like that with experienced guys in your practice squad. It's usually like one- to two-year type guys just fresh into the league and such. Amazing to see. So let's move on to the next player here. Nick. Van Nett. I remember him as a Bronco and I remember he was being called baby Gronker or something like that, but he was a third round pick in 2016 with the Seattle Seahawks. This guy has been in the league for four years with the Seahawks, one year with Pitt, one year with Denver in 2020, last, uh, 21, 22 with the saints and then 2022 with the giants. Crazy. This guy has been has played at 86 games in his career, and we're adding a guy like that on our depth chart. Basically, it's, if you want to say, just our practice squad. I mean, it's awesome to be able to see that, guys. Um, he was an Ohio State guy, too. Maybe there was a little bit of uh, knowledge about him with, you know, Joey Bosa basically being from Ohio State. I don't know, but 
This guy's got 6'6 height, 257. This guy's a tight end that's going to add to just more to this whole team. Just adding more depth all around to this, guys. I, I think they have done a phenomenal job of just adding more and more talent to this team all around. So these are just a couple of the guys that we've added to the squad. I think we might have one more slot available on our practice squad. Um, I would assume that actually, no, excuse me. I think we got two more slots available. So I would assume Xander Horvath would probably find his way back onto the squad. But also I think that he's possibly getting other, you know, opportunities with other teams. So he's looking over those. Possibly we're also looking at two other players to add to the squad. We have a total of 17 slots available. We currently have filled up pretty much all of those. We got 15 of the, or excuse me, 14 of the actual slots available. CJ Okoye is the exception. So we technically have 17. So we only have two slots available. So we'll see kind of who else we'll be adding here. And obviously we'll keep you updated when we hear any more news. So. Bull bros. And you might be saying to yourself, Andrew, I want to hang up right now. It's not Xander Horvath. No, it's this gentleman right here. His name is Chris Wilcox. He was originally from BYU. I know that I live in Utah. I watch a lot of games. He's actually a very good cornerback. I do remember him uh, quite a lot. Okay, He was a former seventh-round draft pick by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2021. He's been in the league a little while. Uh, he's been passed around like a little bit of a hot potato. I'll tell you that much right now. He's never really played a lot in the NFL. Actually, I don't even think he's actually played a single game or a snap in the NFL. He did play all three preseason games for the Steelers, but he was behind Joey Porter Jr. As we know, he was a very good, very good prospect. And the Steelers really liked him, uh, wanted to put him in the practice squad. Uh, the Chargers wanted to scoop him up, and we got him. So uh, clearly, Brandon Staley has a type. You know, you have a buddy who's dating certain people, and you kind of start figuring things out. Brandon Staley has a type. Brandon Staley and this Chargers team has a type. He's six foot two, 200 pounds. And he ran a four, uh, a four three four in the combine. The man is fast. Young man is fast. Like he's got speed. He's got wheels. And uh, you know, so look. Bottom line, uh, we could sit back all day and start talking about. You know, a lot of people ask me why didn't Taiwan Mullen stick make make the team? Well, is he small, right? And Brandon Staley likes big physical corners, right? They can help with the run game, and they can obviously help with the pass. The nice thing about Chris Wilcox is he's got a lot of intangibles. My, my assumption, and we are going to talk about this again live later on today, folks. We are going live, so we're going to talk more about this as well. This will probably be our first topic as well. This is just my general take on it. But he's going to be a guy to go to the practice squad, and they're going to work on his intangibles, see what they can do. They want to hone what he can do. He has all the physical traits that the Chargers like. Now, let's talk a little bit about Xander Horvath briefly. And why we didn't re-sign him. If you recall, if you look at the YouTube page, we did actually state that he was, well, Dana Popper specifically said he was back in the building. Why did he not get re-signed? Well, that's a great question. Here's the bottom line with Xander. And you guys know I like Xander. He's definitely a fan favorite. The problem is, is he's a fullback. That's plain and simple. He was really a special teams player for the Chargers. Uh, we all know that... Um, Kellen Moore does not use fullbacks. He does not use fullbacks. And that's the reality, right? He scored two touchdowns last, last season for the Chargers. Hell, Joe Lombardi didn't even use him towards the last, latter end of last year, and he was an idiot, right? So here's my point, right? Xander Horvath was really limited to just special teams play. Well, 
one guy, another guy from the Steelers became available. This man right here, Tanner Muse. Tanner Muse is a very good special teams player, folks, right? An amazing special teams player. And he has, he's a he's arguably a better special teams player. He's actually an inc incredible special teams player. And he's missed two tackles his entire NFL career. Two tackles, folks. And Brandon Staley has definitely looked at him and scoured him for a very long time. He actually talked about signing him. Uh, he's been on Brandon Staley's radar for a very long time. So when he be, became available, Horbath was, he had to let somebody go. There's some additional upside that he could be, you know, an actual serviceable linebacker. Horvath is not really going to be a part of the offense in any way, shape or form. Keeping him on the 53 man roster or the practice squad didn't make a lot of sense. Now I'm going to give you the, that's the bad side of the NFL folks. I know we go back to, to Xander. I want to talk about one little thing going back to him real quick. He's on the Steelers. Okay. The good news is we want to see people succeed. The good thing is Sanders in a place that he's probably going to be utilized properly. And that's a good thing, guys. You know, I know we sit back and we're angry. He's not on our team and we're frustrated. I know I, I've already read the comments. You guys have already commented many times about my posts. Look, the reality is that's the tough part of the NFL. And at the end of the day, he didn't really have a seat at the table. And, you know, we picked up players that felt like they could, you know, not be a one-trick pony. And, and at the end of the day, that's really what Xander was. But again, folks, Chris Wilcox, cornerback, cornerback depth, physical straight. He's got the strength. He's got the speed. He's got the height. He's got exactly everything the Chargers want. Let's see if he develops into anything. So, guys, again, we are going live later on today. Andrew Bolpro, see you guys in the next one.